0: Waking Up with Pat and Tom New Country 105.1
1: Canada legalized marijuana Wednesday, this past Wednesday was the first day they could legally sell it and while people debated whether it was good or whether it was bad and some people actually got into arguments, little 9 year old Elena Child saw opportunity she's a girl guide like a Girl Scout. Oh, okay. Took her 45 minutes to sell every single box of Girl Guide cookies she had. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: These girls are getting smart. Yeah. They, they, they have it all figured out. You have
1: to go work to where your audience is. Yeah, it's exactly. Location, location, location. Her dad said, you know, he thought it would be okay, that it would do pretty well, but he said, I had no idea it would go this big, this fast.
2: Really? Really? You didn't
1: know. I'll have some of that, some of that, and all of that.
2: Yeah.
0: Sacramento Kings' second game of the season is tonight in New Orleans. And after their season opener Wednesday night, they played a tough game against the Utah Jazz, which is expected to be one of the better teams in the NBA. They came up short, but, you know, they they put out a valiant effort. The Utah Jazz, and this is a thing now in professional sports, all professional sports teams have uh, Twitter accounts, and the Twitter accounts sometimes troll each other. They give each other a bad time. I think this is a little mean. The Utah Jazz, after the Kings lost to them on Wednesday, which should have been enough, mm-hmm. they tweeted out a map of downtown Sacramento that shows the Golden 1 Center. Okay, And their tweet suggests that maybe the arena should have been located in another part of the city. And on the map, they've circled L Street. That's just not oh. That's not cool. <laughs> it's one game. That's not cool. That's not cool at all. I mean,
2: it's funny, but it's not it cool. It is funny. Now that I think about it, they're located on K Street. They're on K Street. Kings. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Wow. didn't even think about
1: that. I'm reading all these Utah Jazz fan jokes now. You can't, you can't, now, say you can't. Any of them
0: on the yeah. air. But, but my gosh, they're <laughs> it's funny. <pretty> bad. <laughs> I do think because a lot of people were saying after the game Wednesday night that, that there was at least it was a moral victory for the Kings. So I think for for Sacramento, there should be uh, three columns uh, during the season. There should be the, the win column, the loss column, and the moral victory column.
1: And right now, on the season, the Kings are 0-1-1, baby. Oh,
2: that's fantastic. Well, according
1: to all the announcers for the Kings, you know, we'll be undefeated in that column. <laughs> we'll have the moral victory parade. <laughs> it's amazing how much fun you can have for only $2. The past couple of days, like think a lot of us have been dreaming, man, what if I win the $970 million that's up for grabs in the Mega Millions? What if it's me? What would I do with that money? It's It's ridiculous. I don't play lotteries because I think they're dumb, but
0: when the jackpot gets that big and your partner buys you a ticket, you can't help but start to let your mind drift a little. And last night, I'm sitting there, and I know there's absolutely no freaking way I'm going to win this thing,
1: and yet... You sound like the uh, the guy in line getting tacos at Jack in the Box. (laughs) I
0: (laughs) think That's what I was thinking. There's a little teeny tiny part
1: of me that's like, man, it would be cool if I did win, though.
2: What if? What if that's the winning ticket
1: in my backpack? Who's got a ticket and is saying, no, it would suck if I won? (laughs) Who's thinking that? No, no one is. The thing is, is, I am so realistic about
0: that. I mean, I know the odds are something like one in 302 and a half million. (laughs) Which
2: is insane. It's
0: just ridiculous. But there's still that little teeny tiny part that's like, I would totally buy (laughs) Pat a game-worn Johnny Bench Cincinnati Reds jersey. And I would totally pay for a year's subscription to Tinder for coaching. Oh
2: thanks! <laughs> wow, but you know what? It's funny you say that because the same thing was happening with me last night. I just had this like little feeling, and it kept popping up. Well, what if? And you what start, if you, I'm the winner?
0: And here's it: you start thinking, thanks, I, so have I been good? How are my
1: karma points exactly. doing? You know, it's like your Safeway gas. Do points. I
2: deserve it? Do I deserve the karma?
1: Nine hundred and seventy million dollars, <laughs> all mine. Just thinking about tomorrow because the gates open at eleven. I get there about ten thirty. I just wonder what time the food truck's open. What time will you stop eating today so that you can be <laughs> properly prepared for tomorrow? I think that's a mistake, Tom. I really do. If you're going, if you're going to downtown showdown tomorrow, any big food event, I really believe that you kind of you have to train. Like Joey Chestnut, yeah. You got to open
2: up your stomach. So
1: what you're telling me is you're going to drink about six gallons of water this afternoon? No. To to expand your stomach? (laughs) What I'm telling you is I've been training all my life. Oh, for this moment! Oh my God, tomorrow's my day. This is like that Eminem song. (laughs) (laughs) The music, the moment, the food—you own it. Or it's
2: like, (laughs) it's
1: like exactly. It's like Rudy before he takes the field. And one guy grabs him by the face mask and says, you ready, champ? He goes, I've been ready my whole life.
2: Yeah. Oh, I love it. Today is
1: your day, bro. So, the Guys, just get out of Pat's way. If, if, if,
0: if you are anywhere between Pat and the Hefty Euros food truck, team, yes. we
1: cannot guarantee your safety. you remember Terry Tate, linebacker? <laughs> yes. If you're in line in front of me, Hefty Euros...
2: Be help worried.
1: You. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's a $20 ticket. The weather's going to be perfect. We hope to see you tomorrow. And if it's one of those things where you're like, well, I got some things to do. We'll see how I'm feeling tomorrow. There will be tickets at the gate. Gate's open at 11. Thing goes till 5. It really is a great afternoon. They do it upright. It's a
0: lot of fun. There's a lot of different kinds of music. And like that said, Chris Jansen at 1 o'clock. If you need the schedule,
1: it's on our website, kncifm.com. New Country, 105.1. Hot Nashville Minute.
2: I love when our to share their lives with fans. It's not always easy, but it shows they appreciate their support, and Kane Brown is one of those guys. He released a new single last night called Good As You. He's releasing the music video today, and it's all footage from his wedding last weekend. He shared a sneak peek yesterday on social media, and I almost cried. Him and his now wife, Caitlin J., look incredible, her dress especially. And from the looks of it, their big day was pretty country, and I can't wait to see more. He didn't announce a specific time for the video, but be sure to check his pages throughout the day.
1: That's a smart dude. He gets yeah. to write that off now. Oh, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I about that. Yep the Brothers Osborne definitely are not afraid to
0: speak their minds, whether it's about politics on social media or music. In an interview with Rolling Stone, asked to share their thoughts on contemporary country music. Uh, John and TJ didn't pull any punches saying in part, quote, we grew up loving and revering country music. We're not calling ourselves country music just so we can find a genre to put our crappy pop music in, only they used a different word. Brothers stopped short of naming any names or going into further detail, but they did suggest the thing that separates true artists from pretenders is straight-up musicianship, and
1: that is kind of tough to disagree with. Yeah. Lauren Elena has canceled two shows this weekend for a family emergency. The emergency is her 47-year-old stepfather, Sam, who's been battling cancer. So keep Lauren and Sam in your prayers this weekend, please. Florida Georgia Line's Tyler Hubbard and his wife, Haley, have a not-quite-one-year-old daughter, Olivia. She's about as cute as they come, and she really is just adorable. Well, her mom, Haley, posted a picture of Olivia standing between two of those, um, those kitty batty battery-operated cars. You remember one when you were, when oh, you were oh, yeah. Like the Barbie car? I had yeah. a Corvette. Really?
2: Yeah, and it was pink. It was a Barbie Corvette. Oh, of course
1: she oh, did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia may have you beat. Once a Mercedes... Yeah, there's a Porsche.
2: Oh, well, yeah.
1: Check out the picture and story on our website at kncifm.com. These are truly bizarre times that we live in. Government has issued a chicken warning for Halloween. (laughs) Really? And why?
0: The Centers for Disease Control has issued a warning addressing chicken owners to not dress their chickens up for Halloween. This sounds like a joke. But it's not. As urban farming has become more popular, more and more people are owning backyard chickens. They treat them like pets, and they dress them up. The problem is chickens are known to carry salmonella. Mm -hmm. And a chicken in a costume is pretty irresistible. But if you pick that chicken up, you also run the risk of picking up a little salmonella as well. So they're saying, please just don't. And there is a whole industry online dedicated to chicken costumes. No. You really? Can, you can go there. You can get a chicken fireman, chicken horse, a chicken Travelocity gnome costume, a, a chicken buffalo, a chicken cowboy. But the Centers for Disease Control actually took time out of their day
1: yesterday to issue a press release saying don't do this if you own chickens. Huh. How unlike our government, maybe to find something to do that most of us would say, yeah, that's a waste of time.
2: Hey, Tom, don't you have a duck? Are you going to dress her up?
0: Yeah, as a chicken. (laughs) They don't say anything about ducks on here. I think I'm in the clear. Have you ever wanted to visit Nebraska? Nope. (laughs) It's the least visited state in the Union when it comes to tourism. It's just kind of a lonely
1: reputation. Actually, I'll take that back. They have Omaha, and that's where the College World Series is, and I would definitely go to that. And I think it would be cool to go to a a Cornhuskers football game, no
0: matter how they're playing, because college football, especially in a place like that, is just raucous and crazy. But for the most part, Nebraska is what you call a flyover state. People just don't go there. So... The Department of Tourism there has decided we need to do something to kind of shake things up. After years of real safe, dull slogans like, Nebraska, visit nice, and Nebraska, the good life. They're going with a new slogan, and it's, Nebraska, it's not for everyone. And so they're embracing this image as a, as a dull place. And then they've got, like, all these other kind of sub-slogans that uh, kind of work together. No, yeah, just stay with the first one. I, th- I, I love that. You no, know, the whole thing is brilliant. And... and when they're going to have billboards all over the state and and in other visiting state, you know, neighboring states. I've never understood that.
1: Why you come up with a, a slogan <laughs> to visit your state and you take out billboards in your
0: state? It's funny you bring that up. The Department of Tourism says people in Nebraska don't know what there is to do in Nebraska, and you would think that maybe some people would maybe they have to move out of state to find out. Would <laughs> be kind of offended by this, people from Nebraska. And I happen to have a friend named Kelly who grew up in the small town of. Curtis, Nebraska, and a couple of minutes ago we called him and off-air asked him if this slogan is in what he thinks of it. What do you think, Kelly?
1: New slogan for Nebraska, it's not for everybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but as a Nebraskan, do you find that funny
0: or are you a little offended by it? Uh, not offended at all. It's, uh, it's very true. It is not for everybody, but I love it. He does love it. He, he goes back there and visits family all the time. And 72% of the people in Nebraska who've heard of the slogan actually do approve of it. They, they get it. They, well, they, have, they have a sense of humor about it. What's California's slogan? Get ready to pay out your.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> New country 105.1. Here's what's trending.
2: A new not-your-average fried chicken joint is opening up in Oak Park. A couple from New York City moved to the area to serve up fried chicken in waffle cones, which is like a new trend. The best part is you get your choice of sauce, like buffalo, barbecue, honey mustard, and so many more. Not to mention, they're working with a nonprofit. The restaurant will be staffed with former gang members, addicts, and at-risk kids from, um, from the City of Refuge. Uh, work's readiness program. The place is called Hotford and it's going to open next year on Martin Luther King Boulevard. However, they're going to have several pop-ups in the meantime, including tomorrow, outside a Device Brewing in the new Ice Blocks Tap Room. However, of course, you'll go after Downtown Chowdown. So that's opening up until 730.
0: One of the most popular new books at a library in Michigan is Really Cheesy. No, like literally, it's made of cheese, and there are 10 copies of it. Uh, the books are in the Library of Art and Design at the University of Michigan, and they're the work of an unnamed artist. Each of the book's 20 pages is an individually wrapped craft single slice, and they're all bound together in a bright yellow and yeah. real book cover. The pages contain no writing, just cheese. So as you thumb through, it's just a chance for you to kind of ponder cheese. Uh, the book is called 20 Slices, and because craft cheese is shelf-stable, they're on the library shelves like any other book.
1: I don't think I want to be the second person to check that out. (laughs) DeMar DeRozan plays basketball. He's pretty good. He's an all-star. He plays for San Antonio. Had played for Toronto, but got traded. So the other night was his first game, official game, as a San Antonio Spur. He scored 28 points and the coaches, and teammates both loved him. The fans really love him so much, you can't find his jersey. It is the number one selling San Antonio Spurs jersey to the point where his mama called him after the game and said, You played so well. You know your mom loves you. Get me one of your jerseys. He has tried. On his day off, he tried. He went to the team store. He went to different stores. He called around. He can't find a jersey for his mom. He finally had to bribe the equipment manager.
0: Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1.